Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, you know what that means. It means uh, we have opened the door and let uh, ASC certified technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in the door here to help you out. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Denny. How are you? How was your week? Week was good, you know. I mean, the, the weather seems to be better during the week than the weekend. But other than that, I think things are going quite well. Very good. Well, uh, if you're uh, new to the show, thanks for joining us. Uh, we've been uh, getting help from uh, Nick and Dan from Lloyd's Automotive for so many years here. Our listeners are very appreciative of that expertise. And if you have any kind of a car care question, you have problems with your car, your truck, your van, whatever and you need to uh, bring it in for service at your favorite dealer and your favorite shop, and you kind of want to know what what could be ailing. It's always good to be armed with more information than less. So if you have uh, any kind of problems, you want to know what could be the uh, issue, call or text Nick. Here's the number, 651-461-9226. Keep in mind, Nick will take his leave about 745, so not a whole lot of time. So if you think of something, give us a call or a text either way, whichever is easier. And we're already getting those, Nick, 651-461-9226. You know, we don't talk about, once in a while we, we have questions about bad gasoline. And here's one that says, can bad gasoline contribute to a rough idle in a new 2023 vehicle if it happens only once or twice? What do you think? Well, I would say... Typically, when we would see um, bad gas, oftentimes contaminated, often with water. Uh, maybe the filling station had a, an issue with a bunch of melt, and somehow water got into their tank. But typically, those are situations where it just it runs very poorly, regardless, and oftentimes won't run at all. So you gotta, you know, try to get all that fuel out and that mixture out and replenish with some new fresh stuff. Um, but if it's like a one or two hiccup. Um, I might try a different uh, filling station, maybe maybe the octane or maybe that mixture, uh, that particular fill wasn't happy with, your vehicle wasn't happy with. But, I, you know, typically the word bad gas makes me think the car doesn't run. Mm-hmm. And uh, questions we've had in the past, if, uh, if my car, so says a text, uh, request the manufacturer request premium and i go for a lower uh, octane that can make a difference right if you don't uh, if you don't follow the manufacturer's uh, recommended uh, gas use right absolutely a lot of vehicles were require that higher octane or that premium fuel 
And what that does is help with the timing of the engine. If you get too low of an octane, you can create some pre-detonation or pinging, which might be what the texture is referring to. You know, I mean, if, you, if you're saying, if I have this under acceleration, lack of power, this hesitation feel, next time you fill up, put the premium feel in, see what the difference is. Uh, and as always, you know, reference your owner's manual. And oftentimes you open the fuel door where the cap is, it'll say use unleaded fuel, use premium or use a certain octane. Um, I would highly recommend follow whatever those recommendations are. You know, it, it was many years ago, and I don't uh, know if you uh, you and your crew at uh, Lloyd's uh, see it, but remember the, uh, of course you're a young guy, uh, cars that would run on. You know, you turn it off and it would continue to run, kind of chug along. Uh, I can't remember what, what that was called, but th- that does that happen anymore? It does not. I, I think one of the one of the terms was like dieseling, where it, it just kind of oh, yeah. shut the vehicle off yeah. and it kind of ran on. A lot of times that dealt with carburetors and the way that the air and the fuel were getting through, and it was burning off what was left. You know, we used to also because I'm not going to let you date me or make me too young. It's vapor lock. If you remember, you go far enough oh, back yeah. with the fuel. You know, the fuel systems were a low-pressure system, so that fuel would get hot and boil, and when it would boil, it would, you know, expand and make uh, vapor, and the, obviously the engine can't run on that. So we don't have those problems any longer because we have a high-pressure fuel system. Things are insulated and designed to keep the fuel nice and cool before they reach the engine. Yeah, very good. Let's grab a phone call this morning, Nick. I think Ed is calling us from uh, Worthington yeah, uh, this morning. Thanks, fly. Ed. Hello, Ed. What's your question, please? Uh, I got an 010 uh, Dodge Caravan. Uh, power steering pump makes a lot of noise, squeals when you turn it. Seems to not on when you don't turn it. So just wondering if a additive would help that out or, or need a pump. Well, the first thing to try is changing out that fluid. Uh, the, the p- pump. Well, the first thing to try is changing out that fluid. Uh, the, the, the pump is screaming, as he, as he described, when you're turning, because you're putting a load on it. And if the fluid isn't clean of debris and dirt, and if it's been the same fluid since 2010, it's full of all of that. So uh, you, oftentimes you can, um, if the reservoir, if you can remove the reservoir, you can empty it or try to flush it out or you can try to circulate some new fluid through the system, see if that doesn't help. I think you'll find oftentimes, as long as damage hasn't been done to the pump, that's something that can be maintained and get just a few more years of life out of that pump before it does fail. The water pumps go out uh, these days as often as they used to? Uh, I would say we see uh, pumps of all shapes and sizes going bad. More of them, however, are, um, everything used to be belt-driven, as we know, but a lot a lot more electronics in vehicles, a lot more electric water pumps, power steering pumps, um, a, a lot more electronics. So when those solenoids inside those pumps or the motors themselves fail, um, we'll see replacements still. And then to kind of get to your question, we still see water pumps, you know, a lot of um, – and – in some cases, they're simpler. In some cases, they're much more complicated. So uh, you, you never know what, what's going to show up each morning, I guess. <laughs> I guess. That's what keeps it interesting there at Lloyd's, for sure. Oh, it's, it's a hoot. All right. Hang on, Nick. We're going to take a quick break. Invite our listeners to join in on the conversation before it becomes too late. Any kind of a car care question, we welcome yours, either by phone or by text, 651 461 
888-900-9226. We'll be back with more here uh, on News Talk A3OWCC. Now 56 degrees in the Twin Cities. We could hit 66 today. And then for your Sunday tomorrow, we could reach 76. We may have some showers along the way. Stay with us now. News Talk A3OWCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with ASC Certified Technician Nick Staffel, who runs a fun place to visit, I'll tell you, and that's Lloyd's Automotive in uh, in St. Paul. For those that don't know, Nick, uh, give us an address and how we can get in touch with you guys. Absolutely. So if you're ever in St. Paul and you're going down Grand Avenue, we're at the corner of Grand and Chatsworth, which is 982 Grand. Uh, if you ever need to give us a call, got a question, need a little advice, uh, 651-228-1316. And if you're in front of your device, your computer, laptop, go to lloydsautomotive.net and check us out. All right. We'll get you that info before Nick leaves us, which is about 745 or so this morning. Uh, Nick, uh, we have callers, we have texters, so let's get you back to work here. Dave is calling in this morning from St. Cloud, I believe. Uh, thanks, Dave. What's your question for Nick? Yeah, a little bit ago you were talking about the pinging noise in a vehicle and different types of fuel, and I've got a 2019 Ford F-150, and I've had it in a number of times before my warranty was up, and they just said that's common in that year of an engine in that type of vehicle. Just wondering your thoughts. You know, it depends on a lot of variables. If you're having consistent pinging and you're following the manufacturer's recommendation, I've also heard people that are more susceptible to that to try a different filling station. You know, if you go to the one on the one side of the street, try the other one, you know, try um, the different levels of uh, octane, you know, the mid-grade, high-grade. Um, I don't think it should be normal in any situation. You know, I know they're trying to make vehicles more efficient as much as possible, and pinging kind of goes past that uh, threshold. So if you get, you know, we have a lot of sensors that kind of manage the engine to keep it from uh, reaching that point, and if it does, it starts to adjust the timing, which affects fuel efficiency. So I, I would, um, I would say it's not normal. It shouldn't happen. Um, try, you know, it might be the fuel that's in the vehicle, so try a different brand, a different grade, and hopefully that'll kind of resolve things for them. Okay. Very good. Thanks. Good luck, Dave, with that. Let's uh, go to Bob calling in this morning from Roseville. Uh, Bob, thank you. What is your question this morning? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. See, I've got a uh, 2012 GMC Acadia that I'm driving and it's had about 145,000 miles on it. The check engine light has been on for some time. It first came on last oh, early winter, and I brought it in someplace, and, you know, I read the manual, what it might indicate. I brought it in, and, uh, and they, they changed the uh, fuel cap on it uh, for whatever reason that was, and they also put new plugs in it. And uh, which it was uh, needing, but then, uh, anyways, then the check engine light came back on another time, and now it's still on. But the only uh, symptom that I that I can see with it is that every once in a while, when I go to start it, it'll just turn very quickly, and it's like it's not getting gas into the into the motor or something. They're not firing. 
but it usually, you know, then it does eventually do it, but it just doesn't pop right off with the turn of the key like it usually always had. What do you suppose that uh, that might be with that uh, symptom? So, so Denny, I would say based on the caller, the symptoms that I hear, the check engine light, uh, as we know, the check engine light is there if there's the, um, a fault within the um, engine, anything related to emissions, but that's a very broad stroke. So uh, a misfire, what this listener is kind of alluding to is something with the evaporative system. Uh, they replaced the fuel cap, so they, they got a code that led them to believe there was something with sealing with that system. I wonder if there isn't a bigger problem where when he's trying to start this vehicle intermittently that it's getting maybe too much air because that system is on a vent cycle and it's not it's allowing too much air into the motor so the mixture's not correct uh, or, or purge which is the, you know purge and pulling more more of those vapors into the engine so I would uh, I would tell that listener that in evap- most cases an evaporative system fault code isn't uh, uh, to an issue where it's going to leave you inside the highway. However, if your check engine light is on and another issue were to occur, you don't have any more warning. So if something more uh, dire is, is, is occurring, you may not know until you're stuck. So I would say I would go back to his, uh, his shop and you know, have him check for codes. Obviously, there's a code stored if the light is on. Get a, get a little more information on what those codes mean. Um, a lot of times you know, in a fuel system or an evaporative system, we'll talk about a purge or a vent or a, a leak. Um, and then you can do a little more research based on that information to try to determine what's going on. So I wouldn't give up on it. You don't want that light on, as we've talked many times. you gotta, no. got to go one, one step further here. No, and as often as uh, we, we hear these stories, uh, once in a while, even you recommend, find another shop, get another doctor's opinion. Sometimes it, it might be a good idea, right? Yeah, you never know. I mean, you know, everybody has a different set of tools, different set of capabilities, uh, yeah. you know, this, this, you know, these, and, and I don't know where he went, obviously, but, you know, you know, go to, you know, get a referral, talk to your neighbors, your friends, coworkers, and see where they go. Um, you know, there's a lot of really good operators out there, wonderful mechanics in the world that we have. Uh, and, you know, just keep, keep looking to find the right fit. Yep. Uh, Nick, here is a text, by the way, if you have a, any kind of a car care question, 651-461-9226. Text says, uh, 2016 Honda Pilot no longer beeps when locking doors or when opening or closing the rear lift gate. Is this a fuse problem, do you think? No, more likely there's something in the settings. You know, get out the old trusty owner's manual, and uh, there's a lot of different soft settings that you can adjust the way things might, uh, indicators might beep. Um, or the lights might flash, or di- different different features happen when you do different uh, processes, unlocking the car or wh- whatever it may be. So I would tell that, uh, that listener, the texter, to uh, open up the owner's manual, find where the settings are, see what you can do to reprogram or readjust those to the way that you uh, you desire. You know, it's amazing. We talk about it over the years of, of checking out that owner's manual from time to time. And I'm just as guilty of not uh, looking at it as often. But when I do, I usually learn something. It's like, oh, I didn't know that did that. It's amazing what you can find in your owner's manual. Well, more so now than ever. I mean, there's so many gadgets yeah. and buttons on the desk of the vehicles. I mean, it's a you know, you don't have to spend the whole day reading the thing. I don't think anyone can do that. But when you have a question <laughs> about a particular area, go to the index, find that, and do a little research. 
Absolutely. It, it, it works. All right. Hang on, Nick. We'll take a break for that forecast and we'll come back with the remaining minutes of CCO's Car Care Show. 651-461-9226 on this Saturday morning from News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. We are here every Saturday right after the 7 o'clock news break in the morning, welcoming your text messages, your phone calls. This morning for Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, 651-461-9226. I know our time always goes by so quickly. Nick, um, let's, uh, let's see how many text messages we can answer here. Uh, in fact, we were talking about water pumps first part of the show, and a listener said uh, a couple of weeks ago on my wife's uh, 2017 vehicle with 59,000 miles on it, uh, the water, the electronic water pump failed, no warning. It was a $1,500 bill. I miss the old belt water pumps. Much better reliability. I don't know if you have a comment on that, but it can be costly, like you suggested. Yeah, I mean, as, as vehicles evolve, um, we're cramming more items in a smaller area so the labor times and a lot of these jobs have become very extensive um you know we always look back at yesteryear and remember how simpler things were but they weren't uh, vehicles are much safer they're much better with fuel economy uh the emissions are way better so they're they're a better product even though sometimes you run into a 1500 dollars bill which is unfortunate but uh it's also part of uh having a vehicle unfortunately yeah it is all right, here's another one. Uh, a listener was at uh, his local mechanics waiting for his car, and a customer came in and explained that his car's battery was dead and he was locked out of the car. Being locked out, he couldn't open the hood to get to the battery. Question is, have you ever seen this problem, and how do you fix it? Well, oftentimes there is still still a... Um a, a, a slot for a key. I know a lot of our fobs, it appears that it's not a key, but oftentimes there's a key blade slid into the key fob itself. And then usually the driver's door still has a cylinder so you can unlock and get into the vehicle. So there's still a, a kind of a fail-safe operation that can get you into the car if you're, like, locked out, I guess you could say. But, yeah, it's uh, we run into that time to time, especially on the coldest days of winter where a car comes in, it's a dead battery, electric locks don't work, and then... You know, you go to use that that key, and then the cylinder doesn't want to turn because it's frozen, and it becomes a little bit of a uh, a cumbersome situation. But uh, every so often, find that key blade, turn that lock cylinder, make sure you can get in your car in the in the event that it, uh, the battery goes dead. Now I'm thinking back in the days when uh, many of us have changed batteries in cars. Now I noticed when uh, over the years when you guys at Lloyd's have changed uh, batteries regular batteries you you kind of hook up an an alternate battery so you don't lose any of the you know the the uh the sets whatever the you know you've set on on your radio or your whatever the case may be is that usual can can uh, can a homeowner or a uh, you know do it yourself or still change his or her own battery uh maybe and, and here's what some of the difficulties is is um as I mentioned before, we're trying to fit more items in a smaller area, so batteries aren't always as accessible as they used to be. Um, there's a lot more electronics in the vehicle, so 
make sure you don't get your get the wires crossed. You can very easily create a very expensive uh, repair for yourself if they get the, the wires backwards and you short something out. Um, and then even some vehicles now, after we uh, repl- replace the battery, they require some some programmer coding where you're going back into the computer and you know uh, registering that battery, letting them know what the what the amp hour rating, what type of battery it is. So if you have done your research and you have the tools and you're comfortable replacing a battery, by all means, like we've always said, we love when our listeners and our customers take on some of the tasks that they're comfortable with. But if it's a bit out of your comfort zone, I would tell you to leave it to the professionals. Um, you know, you can create a lot of havoc for yourself trying to do uh, what appears to be a simple task and it's really not. Yeah, absolutely. Good advice. This listener, Nick, is considering adding an aftermarket blind spot detection system to uh, their 2017 Ford Edge. Question is, has Nick run across these aftermarket systems? And if so, what is his opinion as to their effectiveness? I, I personally have no experience with those. I always caution people when you're adding something on in the vehicle that wasn't originally designed. Um, you know, the manufacturers, and I understand maybe it wasn't available in this, this vehicle when it was made, but the manufacturers spent a tremendous amount of money uh, with research and development to make sure the systems work accordingly and appropriately. If you add something on, that might uh, may or may not work as you anticipate or you hope. So I would just I'd just be careful. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put something on my vehicle assuming that it's going to be 100%. So um, I would do my research. You know, safety is a good thing. So if this listener says, hey, I just feel a little more comfortable adding this, by all means, I think it's a, it's a wonderful idea. Just know, in fact, that it's something that's been added to the vehicle, so it's not necessarily foolproof, not that cars are, but it's a, one, right. one step off. Right. Finally, uh texter wants to know, what could happen, doesn't say what the viscosity, what could happen if I use the wrong oil viscosity in an oil change? Um. Uh, Likely nothing. Um, you know, the, the the a lot of the oil weights have gotten very, very light, you know, 0W20, 0W16, and so they're getting a, a lighter weight oil. A lot of that has to do with the fuel economy. Um, so I would tell the listener if it's, you know, you thought you had 520, you put 0.20 or vice versa. I doubt you put straight weight oil, which takes you back a few generations so yeah. i would say if it's if it's off one setting or whatever you want to call it uh, i wouldn't be overly worried you know you're not going to create any catastrophic problems but you know once again if we say all the time reference the owner's manual look at the oil cap will oftentimes tell you what weight oil the car calls for uh and follow those you know th- those items you know because it's an important thing you also find too in that owner's manual it might tell you about different weight oil based on your climate so you might see not that we need to change the oil weight seasonally like we used to also in years past, but you might find that there's a little bit of a wiggle room in what oil you're using in your in your engine. Yeah. Again, check out the manual for sure. Nick, if we need some help at Lloyd's, how do we find you guys? It's really easy, Danny. If you got to give us a call at some point in time, 651-228-1316. And the weather's warming up. The trees are starting to uh, Flowers are blossoming, so if you're taking a walk along Grand Avenue, we're at 982 Grand Avenue. And if you're at home in front of your device or your phone, you can always check us out at lloydsautomotive.net. Excellent idea, and let's do this again next week. What do you say? Sounds like a plan. 
All right. Thanks, Nick. Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Jack Farrell's wine chat straight ahead. And then get those lawn and garden questions ready in the 8 o'clock hour. Julie Weisenhorn will be with us here on News Talk A3OWC. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLV.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.